Drives it back. 40, 45, 50. He's off to the races. Down the left sideline. To the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. What is up, Packers fans? It is the Quick Slants Podcast. It is Wednesday, midweek, hump day, all of the good things. I hope everybody's week is going well. Crazy enough, here we are at the end of June, the halfway mark of the 2021 calendar year. It seems like just yesterday, we were all consoling each other after the Packers were eliminated from the playoffs. We all know how the rest of that story goes, so it's just crazy. This year is flying, flying by. And this is going to be a Packers show, but I have a lot of my topics have related to basketball over the past couple of weeks because the conference finals are in full swing. Both the Bucks are in the playoffs, and then I'm out in the Phoenix area, and I'm a, I'm a Suns fan, and both teams are, are in their conference finals in their respective conferences, and I keep finding some parallels between what the Bucks and Suns are experiencing and what the Packers are up against and what's going on with the NFL and, and football. I was going to talk about toughness and that, that whole thing about a couple of years ago when the Packers, there was articles being written left and right about how tough the Packers were and it was like the trendy question. And I remember former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy just getting so frustrated every time somebody asked him if his team was tough enough. Uh, but in light of everything that went down in the Bucks game against the Hawks on Tuesday night, uh, it's more of one of those things of just empathizing with us as sports fans and, and the game that we love and how quickly things can change. And it's not about toughness, but it's it's about it's it's about health. It's about health and a little bit of luck. As you know, at this point, by the time we're reading reading the listening to this, say not reading this unless you're transcripting, which is very dedicated to listening to quick slants, and I love you if you do that. But by the time you're listening to this, we may have more clarity on the knee injury to Giannis and hopefully he is okay and he's healthy because the last thing that a fan of the of the, of the game wants we can all be a fan of our team so the last thing a, a fan of a, the true fan of the game wants is for it to not be everything that, you, it, that it's cracked up to be I mean you can get as annoyed as you want with the stars in the league you know guys like LeBron Anthony Davis Steph Curry Kawhi Leonard Paul George, Chris Paul, just to name a few. But when they, when they get hurt, it changes the complexion of the game for everybody. It's just not the same level of intensity. Now, as a Suns fan, even without Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers are giving the Suns plenty of fits. And in fact, I think I think the Clippers are on their way to the to the NBA Finals this year. I think the Clippers are going to find a way to, to overtake the Suns and take that series in the West. And as a Suns fan, it's very disappointing to be saying that. And those of you who uh, follow me, uh, and listen to my takes on how the Packers are doing uh, when they don't start out within the first three minutes going up 21 nothing, and how desolate I get. You're probably rolling your eyes, but it's it's it, it just goes back to the quality of the game, and you want your stars to be okay. No Trey Young. Giannis missed quite a bit of the game. Atlanta ends up winning. It's tied 2-2, and the series is, is headed back to Milwaukee. So we'll see what happens in that one health and it just it's so frustrating because we put all of our emotion our heart and soul into these sports 
that we watch and the, the games that we love and the, so much hope builds up and so many great things are going on. Last year, the Packers are rolling. They get the one seed. They're getting ready to lock that up. New Year's Eve, we find out David Bakhtiari uh, tears his ACL in practice, not even in a game, and is is out. He's done. And the Packers end up getting really tripped up in the NFC Championship game against Tampa and that pass rush. And I have to think if Bakhtiari's out there that things are a little tougher for Tampa. And maybe that would have been enough for the Packers to get over the edge and win a championship. But it is what it is. And the founder of the Pack-A-Day podcast that I am fortunate enough to be a part of, Andy Herman, tweeted out after Giannis's injury and just said, look, there's no asterisk in these games. There's no star. It is what it is. If a team wins, just because the other team is missing X, Y, and Z star player or you know, X, Y, or Z team didn't have a star player and won or lost or whatever. There is no star. It is what it is. Sports is all about depth. It's all about attrition. And I know it's very fresh right now and everyone's very frustrated and concerned about Giannis and they're, they're maybe feeling deflated about the Bucks' chances of winning a championship. You know, you had your guy. He was on a roll. The Bucks were starting to kind of make a little bit of a run. They were behind most of the game on Tuesday night. But, you, you know, he gets, gets on a roll, and then, he, then the injury happens. And we've seen that happen before. We've seen it happen twice with Aaron Rodgers. 2013, collarbone number one. 2017, collarbone number two. Both happen to be against division rivals. In 2013 against Bears. 2017 against Minnesota Vikings. Rodgers hurts his collarbone, misses half the season, ends up coming back. In 2013, it was magical. The Packers got into the playoffs. And in 2017, you may recall, he came back and there was a slight outside chance the Packers might make the playoffs and they lost to Carolina and they didn't. But it's we've been here before. We've been here before and we've seen this and it's, it's not fair. It's really unfair that we put all of our heart and soul into our teams and they do so well and they get this far and they're right on the doorstep and finally it's magical and they're going to get to the finals for the first time in decades or in many of our lives as fans of the Bucks or Suns or whatever team you're a fan of. Your team is right there on the doorstep, and then something really dumb happens, and you just swear it's cursed. It's there's a curse. It's just, it's very frustrating. It's definitely very frustrating. And we we talk about the Packers, and I do this every single year. I start getting excited around this time because training camp's right around the corner. Lot to be excited about. The Packers got some dogs on defense. Joe Barry coming in. What kind of defense is he going to have? You know, their defense was pretty decent last year. Their offense was fantastic. I know there's questions about the quarterback situation. I think that's going to end up getting worked out. So it, you start going through the schedule, picking victories. Once you start getting into double digits, you're like, oh, the Packers should win. You know, even back when they played 16, it used to be, for me, 11 and 12 games. I would toggle between 11 and 12. 10 was never enough. I'm like, hmm, it's got to be at least 11. With Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, and the Packers being who they are, they should win at least 11 games. And they have. In the last two seasons, they've finished 13 and 3. They've won a lot of games, so there's a lot of reason for optimism. But the one thing we always forget to think about, and not that you want to think about it, because, you know, why why borrow trouble and wait for an injury that hasn't happened yet? But all it takes is one. It only takes is one big injury, and it completely changes the complexion of what you're dealing with in terms of following your team and the series and sports. And it just it really stinks because one team's misfortune in a player that goes down 
sometimes turns into another team's fortune, and it may not have been that way if that player had not gotten hurt. But that's part of the game. It's absolutely part of the game. And so I hope the Packers are as deep as they seem to be as we head into this season. Over the past two weeks over in Pack-A-Day, my group uh, with Paul Brittle and Mark Eckel, we've talked about Paul's 53-man roster. We did the offensive side of the ball the uh, the first week, and then we did the defensive side of the ball this past week and went through and talked about the depth, and it kind of got me thinking about how deep are some of these positions. And you look at some of the, the, the spots that have troubled the Packers in the past. If you look at wide receiver, okay, it's not that the Packers don't have wide receivers, but if Devontae Adams gets hurt, and if your star gets hurt, you're always going to be in trouble, and that's that's a given. So I understand a drop-off from an elite player is always going to be a big deal. It doesn't matter if you've got a fantastic two, three, four guy. Like you lose your top guy, it's going to change your offense, right? So Adams going down, but if MVS or Alan Lazard go down, for example, that's a huge drop-off. It's a huge drop-off. And even though you might have Aaron Rodgers throwing the football, should have Aaron Rodgers throwing the football, and he can make a lot of average receivers look really, really good, it's going to change the complexion of the team. Look at the tight end position. Josiah DeGuara missed a bunch of last season. Jay Sternberger injured, didn't have as much of an impact on the tight end position. Now, fortunately, Robert Tunney Jr. decided to go off and have a just career year and one for the ages, which was absolutely fantastic. But it's all about that depth. It's all about that depth. And that's why all this, the Packers didn't get any weapons for Aaron Rodgers. They only drafted one wide receiver. You know, why are they picking all these offensive linemen? Because look what happened last year. No one's going to replace David Bakhtiari. I'm not saying any of the guys drafted in this draft are going to be able to step in for David Bakhtiari, and that's going to solve the problem of your left tackle going down in late December when you're making a huge playoff run. But they're definitely putting themselves in position to make sure that they have enough bodies that they like, young, athletic, versatile bodies up front to mitigate for injury. It's just so it's so frustrating. You know, one of these times... Everything has to fall right. You know, and again, maybe hopefully by the time we're listening to this, when we wake up on Wednesday, we get some good news about Giannis and this this, this scan they're going to do of his knee and it's, or his ankle, whatever it is that's hurting him, and hopefully everything is okay. I know there were some reports about an ACL. It's very scary. That's what Kawhi Leonard is dealing with to an extent with the Clippers. It's tough. It's really tough. This happens every single year. We... <laughs> I feel like a broken record, pouring our heart and soul into it. And then it just gets ripped out. And it's like, you know, you kind of ask yourself, why do I do this to myself? You know, I, I mean, I get so excited and I'm, I'm so into it and I'm doing all the right things and being a good fan and the team's playing well. And then something totally beyond our control happens and it just completely changes it. And now I don't have now. Now I don't even feel like I want to care anymore. Our best players out like I'm just I'm just completely deflated. I mean, I likened Giannis getting hurt to the couple times that Rodgers did get hurt. Remember in 2018, he got hurt in the opener, and he missed a, missed a couple series, and the Packers were getting their butts kicked by the Bears in opening day, and then Rodgers comes back. It was Lambeau Field. The place just goes bananas, erupts like crazy, and he comes back and throws a great pass. Randall Cobb makes an even better catch and run, and magical win and ended up being a a garbage season, but it was a magical win to start the season. We didn't know 2018 was going to be garbage. We thought it was going to be great. thought it was going to be really, really good. And it turns out that it wasn't, but versatility, depth, toughness, grit, 
all those things, all those intangibles, those are, those are the things that I start to look for as the Packers come together. What kind of moxie does this team have? And I think they're they're building towards something really special in that category because when I look at the last Super Bowl team, and it's been a long time, I mean, we're approaching way long ago. 11 years ago was when the Packers won the Super Bowl. In 2010, how many dogs were on that roster? I said, you need dogs if you want to win the championship. You can have great players, and the Packers have plenty of really good players. There is no lack of talent to win a championship, but you've got to have that X factor. You've got to have that toughness. You've got to have that dog. You've got to have your guys out there. Charles Woodson, Nick Collins, Colin Jenkins, Des Bishop, Tremont, Sam Shields, even as a rookie. You know, throw on the on the you know on the offensive side of the ball. He was in his at the in the waning waning side of his career. But Donald Driver had that dog inside of him. Jennings, Greg Jennings to an extent. Jermichael Finley, even though he was injured at that point. Nick Barnett also hurt. Dog, you had you had guys that just you would you would go you'd get go get into a street fight with any of those guys, and and that's what you need when you're. When you're going into this season, and I look at Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, I'm focusing on the secondary here, even Kevin King. You know, I think Stokes kind of has a little bit of that chip on his shoulder too. The secondary of the Packers, very young. I mean, they could be set up to, to really be one of the more elite and good units there. At linebacker, you got Chris Barnes, you got Kamal Martin, attitude. Up front, Kenny Clark, right? Slayton, the rookie. He seems like he's got a little a little edge to him, right? Campbell, the free agent linebacker that we just signed on the inside. Seems like he's got an edge to him there too. Z, obviously, Zadarius Smith, you know, uh, Rashawn Gary, Preston. All those guys carry that attitude. They carry that culture. And it's so important. And it's one of the things that can get you over in a tough situation in the playoffs. And it's one of the reasons why... As, as you know, I go back to it, I know we talk a lot of basketball on this podcast, you know, but it's the NBA playoffs and we're not quite at football season yet. So there's a little bit of crossover and it's relevant because the Bucs are in the playoffs and a lot of you are Bucs fans out there. But it's one of the reasons why I think the Clippers are more poised to take the series in the Western Conference Finals. They are just grittier and tougher. They just have way that they can beat you in several different ways. And when things don't go well, they find a way to win. Paul George just scores 40 points. The Suns have yet to figure out how to stop Paul George. And they haven't done that yet. But if the Suns aren't shooting well and Devin Booker isn't shooting well and Chris Paul, they're, they're not the same team. And that's I what I want is for the Packers to, when it's tough, when they're not throwing the ball well, when the guys' receivers are dropping passes, when Rodgers or if Jordan Love not having the best day, they can still figure out another way to win because their depth and their grit and their determination is there. I, you know, it's I can all I can do is project at this point. I can't say I know what this Packers team is going to be like from a culture standpoint. We haven't seen anything from them, but we are on the doorstep of July, which means we will be in the month in which training camp kicks off. And I do this every year. I have the pod, whatever my first podcast in July is. I always say we are we are now in the month. When this season, the preseason officially begins, and that's really exciting because that means that preseason football is around the corner. And we'll get a chance to see some guys in action, see what some of these rookies look like, see what some of these receivers with single-digit numbers look like. Amari Rogers, ahem, ahem. And just exciting. Very exciting that Packers football is coming up, and I hope that this team 
can can come together, gel, bring the depth and bring that toughness that the Packers need if they want to be a champion. So let's hope for the best with the Bucs. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. There's a lot of football to be played. The Packers will play 17 games this upcoming regular season. So, hey, listen, 13, 13 is absolutely not out of the question anymore. If they get 17 cracks at it, 13 and 4, 13 and 4 is the old 12 and 4. Now, you know, now 14 and 3 is the old, what, 13 and 3, right? Or 14 and 2, whatever. You do the math. You decide how it's going to be. But Packers football right around the corner. Very, very exciting. And so is yet another weekend. So I will leave it here. Keep it short. I will wrap it up. Thanks so much, everybody, for riding along with me here. I hope this was somewhat of a pick-me-up. If you're still down and out about the Bucks, the Packers are about to start playing football soon, and you might have something else to take your mind off of if there happens to be a disappointing uh, finish to the Bucks season, which at this point I'm not betting on because the Bucks are a very, very good basketball team, and I think they've got a lot of basketball left in them. So you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jason Perone. As I've always said, if you guys have any questions or topics you want to hear about, please tweet at me. Let me know. Ask your questions. Bring your topic ideas Let me know what you thought of the show afterwards, good, bad, or ugly and otherwise. And until next week, as I always say, everybody, summer is upon us. It's hot out there. So everybody stay cool, stay safe, and go Paco. Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae from right to left, cutting left to the 50, to the 45-40. Track down from behind. 